All right. I'm David here uh, with the Digital Dudes Podcast, and I'm with a special guest today, first-timer, Isabel Parrish. Yeah. Thanks, David. Super excited. <laughs> so I'm Isabel. I'm an account manager here at Digital, so I've been with the team for a year and a while now. I feel like time has flown, but yeah, I work with Nicole for the client services department, helping make our clients' dreams come true. And fun fact is your family's British? Yeah, me as well as my family. Right. I'm English, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the resident Brit of the group. I was you hoping have. I'd hear some sort of, you know, bollocks coming out, out in the main podcast, but you didn't get there. Oh, no, not this episode. Yeah, maybe next episode. Yeah, I'll definitely bring tea next time. Oh, I'd love tea time. about, you know, milk first. <laughs> we can get into that. We should get into that. I have I have opinions. Well, this episode, Isabel's going to teach us a little bit about email and email open rate specifically to third-party lists. Um, so if you want to hear what the heck that's all about, um, get a couple of good metrics under your belt about what you should be looking for, and then just get a lot of tease about her main email episode that is a work in progress and coming soon, then listen on. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Isabel, I asked you to do a Monday metric here on email open rate. It's because you're a resident email specialist. I am. And I told you I didn't bring any notes for this Monday metric, so this you're going to carry the ship here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I guess we should start with, like, defining what is – well, first of all, I guess we should define even email because people yeah. in this industry get a little confused. So why don't you define email? Yeah, so email in terms of marketing is what we call – a third-party email blast, so think of it as like the emails you get from Amazon or the emails you're getting from Old Navy, so more marketing-focused, branded, designed email blasts. What's your favorite email that you get? Oh, my favorite? Email blast. All of Target's, just because... Really? Yeah, they'll get me every time. Yeah. Super personalized, too. Yeah. Target stuff is. Oh, yeah. All right, so email blast is more of like not hitting your current residents in your apartment or prospects, but these are people that haven't heard about you that are in the market to rent an apartment, and then you are hitting their email box with something. Yeah, I guess you'll hear me call it an email blast because it's more of a first-time touch to people who might not be familiar with you versus the leasing agent writing a personal, hi, Sarah, thanks for your interest in my apartment. This is more of a kind of mass communication tool. Yeah, that was a very cold outreach by your yeah. leasing agent. Yeah. <laughs> I um, will say, though, uh, the other thing is I think people get this confused with automated emails, like, hey, you toured an apartment. Right. Thanks for visiting. Come on back and buy from us. That's not this. No, yeah. it's totally isolated. It's super focused on why rent here, and it's hitting someone who wouldn't have heard of you or wouldn't have, wouldn't have interacted with you before. Um, so it's super helpful with awareness, generating awareness that you exist and what makes you unique for people who might be interested in renting versus someone who has already visited or is already in your CRM. Cool. So we defined it. So what's next? How, how it's used? Well, we defined email, but if you want oh. to talk specifically about, how about that? email open rate. How about the metric we're talking about today? Yeah. So I'll hit you with some math. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just the total... Number of subscribers that open an email campaign, so total people that have opened, that can mean someone who's opened your email eight times or someone who's opened your email one, everyone counts. 
um, divided by the total number of delivered. Got it. And is that unique opens? Because you hit on someone that opened it eight times. Does that count as eight opens for me? So in email, you define open rate as the holistic number of opens, and then you'll look at unique open rate Mm. if you wanted to get a sense of how many individual people opened it. So I think marketers will look at both, but just to get a holistic, did my email perform well? Was it engaging? Open rate is a safe start. Right. Most um, vendors will just give you the overall total opens because it looks bigger. Exactly. It used to be back in the day, like, um, I don't know if you remember this, but when iPhone first came out, if you did an email blast, basically every time you opened your email, even if you didn't open the, the message, it looked like you were opening the email. Yeah. And so it was like, this, you got 25 opens on this. It's like, no, someone just had an iPhone and went to their email box. Yeah. Um, but it's not necessarily a bad metric to look at. It just exactly. tends to be inflated because sometimes you want to know someone, well, they, they were really looking at this email quite right. a number of times. Yeah. If someone's opened my email eight times, then I should definitely see them in my leasing office. So it all contributes to kind of the success of that metric. Cool. So now we're talking about how it, well, I guess you kind of just went through the math and how, how it's used, but should this be my um, number one metric that I'm looking at when it comes to an email blast, or would you be looking at something else? I would say it's number one, but not the only one. It's kind of the beginning of a story when you're looking at, did my email perform well? Um, email is super unique when it comes to marketing because there are so many different elements that can influence like what you would call success. So with open rate, you're really just looking at was my subject line engaging and mm-hmm. technically did my email reach like a qualified list or did my ESP like your service provider who you who you're using to send the email or your like MailChimp whoever you're sending through did they technically like reach people's inboxes right so email can be super tricky and we'll get into this in a in a full length podcast about email but mm-hmm. um, the quality of the list matters. You don't want to hit a bunch of robots. Exactly. But then even if you're not hitting robots, if you don't have a good subject line, it goes bye-bye. Like right. It gets ignored. Yeah, there's actually certain trigger words that inboxes will look for. I know Gmail's a big one. They'll automatically filter out a lot of emails that have like free or exclamation points or if you send your subject line in all caps, if you think that's going to attract attention, it's probably going to attract a big flag to go to spam. Is um, that why you never respond to my emails? Exactly. They're all caps. If you're yelling at me, <laughs> like you're out. Yeah. All right, cool. So what's a good benchmark then? Let's say I, I, let's assume I have a quality list and I have a, whatever, traditional subject line. What should, what should I be looking for? Yeah. So I think an overall benchmark, just no industry, no subject um, factored in is about 17%. So that's based on, I use campaign monitor, which is a big email provider. Um, it's like an equivalent of a MailChimp or a constant contact. So based on all of their research, they say 17% yeah. is a good target. Yeah. And that's at no matter the industry. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like automotive may be less or higher. Apartments may be less or higher. So what have we typically seen, do you know, offhand? For real estate is the closest I can get to multifamily, which is 18.8. So uh, it seems like still strong. a little bit of more of engaged audience category, um, but still... I say we always strive for 20%, especially if it's an own database. If you're sending to emails that you know are quality, that people have opted in, 20% is a great metric to strive for when it yeah. comes to open rate. Um, when you come to kind of the third party, I think we talked about it a little bit ago about kind of working with a partner to send to people who might not have heard of you before, that 
drastically dropped. So six to eight percent open rate is what we've seen when it comes to third party, which I mean, it's not a bad thing since email is awareness based, but it does significantly drop when you're hitting people that aren't as qualified or aren't as familiar with you. So are you saying then we're around 18 percent, meaning apartment industry, if it's folks that kind of know of you? Exactly. And if it's brand new, you're renting a list from somebody, you're looking at like six or eight. Yeah. Okay, which is still strong. Yeah. Back in the day, there used to be a lot of fraud with email, and we'll get into that again in the full-length episode, so we'll keep teasing it. Um, All right, so click-through rate on email, overrated, underrated? Click-through or open? Are we talking about open We're talking about open? Yeah, okay. (laughs) I I mean, when it comes to open rate, I'm like, can I just call it rated? Like, it's just the beginning. Like, you need to know... Was your open rate good? If your open rate was bad, your click-through rate is probably even worse. Yeah. Um, I would also, I mean, you're looking at your open rate, you need to look at your unsubscribe rate as well. Like, I might have had a 25% open rate, but if I had a 10% unsubscribe rate, that's really not telling the full story. My unsubscribe rate was way too high, meaning I sent to people who weren't interested in my topic. They didn't even get past right. subject line. So right. I would call it rated. Rated. Like important, but not the only metric. Got it. Got it. So it's middle of the road. Like it's not overrated. It's not underrated. It's like, it's just essential. Like if you didn't include it, I'm sure your client would be like, how do I know that this do well? Like how many people opened it? If you just jump straight to click through rate, but if you kind of only focus on it, you're missing a big portion of the story. So does that cover off on your cautions? Like if you're over like I usually like to ask it's about sand traps, but if you're over optimizing to only go after open rate, yeah, are there any traps there? Um, I think the only trap I would want to mention is just when it comes to third party. So making sure you're working with a vendor that you trust that kind of follows data privacy standards. So you just want to know that they're cleaning their list, that they're getting it in like a, a legal and kind of morally correct way yeah um pro tip of the day is ask your vendor if it's a double opt-in list so that means like let's say i filled out i was at the mall i filled out a form to win a car and then they put me i'm saying hey you can now email me about cars yeah double opt-in is where i sign up for that car sweepstakes and then they email me and say are you sure you want to be included in this email and i have to say yes please send me emails about cars Most vendors don't want to go that route because it, it's really expensive to recruit your list at that point. Yeah, and it's harder. Yeah. So I think with all of the GDPR standards, it's not applicable to the U.S. quite yet, but it's definitely coming and people just want to know what they're opting in for and why they're receiving certain content. So the double opt-in just means they took that extra step to ensure people are giving permission for us to use their data because it is kind of a way to reach you personally. So mm-hmm. getting those one-off cold emails that you weren't prepared to receive is a huge red flag. Cool. Did we miss anything? No, I think there's a huge discussion around email outside of open rate that I'm sure we'll get into more. Um, and then the whole technical element of it, making sure you're working with kind of the right provider and making sure that technically your emails are making it through is a huge first step for open rate, but lots more to discuss. Now we have to do that. What? Well, we have to do that. Meaning, we'll have to do that episode this oh, week. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not. So, 
when I first grabbed Isabel to, to do this, uh, to do this podcast, she was like, um, so this isn't the live one. This is practice. I was like, no, no, we'll record it. It'll be good. Um, but now you've got me amped. I want to hear the full thing. So we're gonna have yeah. to do it. All right. Well, thanks, Isabel. Yeah. yeah.